0: Welcome to Mental Shift with Michelle Moras. The assumptions, views, opinions, and insuations made by the host or guest do not reflect those of the show, management, the Bender Carey Group, or its ancillaries. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Mental Shift, where we reach our full potential. Now, today I have a husband and wife team, Eddie and Holly Lawrence of MTR Mobile Transport Repair. Uh, Their website is www.mobiltransportrepair.com and I met them at a think tank hosted by our company, The Bender Carry Group. I was really excited to meet up with them because uh, they had so many cool ideas and they've been in business for a bit and they've been growing like like a weed out in the garden Mm -hmm. and that's a good thing. So welcome Holly and Eddie. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Well Eddie, uh, Holly, who came first? Who came first, the company
1: or the marriage? Well, I'd say the company, about the same time as the marriage. It was in 1996, and um, I had the opportunity to get a truck put together myself and go into business for myself, and n- not too long after that, um, I met up with Holly, and we started dating. About uh-huh. two weeks. Two, two weeks after that. It was within two weeks. I just made some major changes in my life back then at the time, and... Went from working for a fleet repair business uh, for several years to uh, working out of my truck. And now 23 years later, here we are.
0: 23 years? No, well, for the listening audience, what does mobile transport repair do? Although it sounds very clear to me, but what does mobile transport repair do?
1: We specialize in diesel repair for semi-trucks, diesel trucks, trailers, uh, a lot of fleet work and fleet maintenance along up and down the front range, and that's primarily what it is. There's a lot of fleet maintenance and and a lot of diesel, uh, pretty much all diesel and trailer. But one of our rules is is if it has a trunk, we don't work on it. <laughs> Cut and dry right there. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: So you you started the company, went off on your own, met Holly, and you've just been soaring very very quickly and fast ever since.
1: Yep, started, uh, like I said, started working out of the truck, uh, set up shop in the truck, had an opportunity to go to work for a, uh, a uh, large fleet and uh, built it on, up from there, uh, added uh, trucks and guys along the way, trained them. Uh, at that point, we were adding customers and taking uh, taking on new clients, and I realized, you know, I, I can't do it all myself, and that's when I started uh, putting on more people. Uh, did the mobile theme for... 15 years, strictly mobile, on-site at the customers' lots and yards and warehouses and so forth, side of the road. Um, Felt like it plateaued out. And so in 2012, I uh, bought a shop property, and now we have a 9,000-square-foot building that we do the repairs out of as well, which did allow us to expand our level of service as well as continue the mobile aspect of our business.
0: What kind of expansion did you do beyond the mobile?
1: Well, we never had a shop. So we were always on site, and then now that we have a shop, we we have an area to bring the trucks and trailers in and work on them on site, and on our site, not their site. And uh, so the larger jobs can be done that way, as opposed to when we're on their site, we're usually outdoors in a in a asphalt lot or a dirt lot, or side of the road in some cases if it's a breakdown. So we we did that for uh, quite quite some time the hard way I call it.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking in Colorado in the vicinity of Colorado that can be really really cold and painful yep. in the
1: winter time. Yep, we did it year-round and 24-7 for a while uh, right now we don't offer the 24-7 but we did recently expand our hours to uh, 9 o'clock in the evening so we're 8 to 9.
0: So how far do you reach? I mean, do you? How far would you drive out to help?
1: We, we've gone as far as uh, going west Um, We've gone to like the uh, Keystone area, um, you know quite quite a ways two hours west, Uh, north we've gone as far as Lawnmont, going out east as far as Lyman and going south as far as Trinidad. So we've covered pretty good good expanse there. The majority of our work uh, is here in Colorado Springs but we will go to Denver for customers as well if need be.
0: Well how do your customers find
1: you? Well a lot of it's been word of mouth over the years, but of course we, we advertise like any other business does with their website and uh, different marketing aspects, uh, but a lot of word of mouth. And um, now recently, uh, this year, we actually have an outside sales presence, which has been a huge missing link in our in our business. It's like, you know, it's you can have financial, you can have your, your production side, and, you, and wh- where's your sales side? Well, Holly and I were the sales side, and we would do our best to get out there in front of new potential customers, which I did myself for years. But when you're wearing too many hats, you can't do that every day, five, you know, five, six, seven days a week. And uh, it wasn't consistent enough. So having an outside sales presence now uh, is helping the company grow as well.
0: Cool. Now, when I asked you to come on to the show, Eddie, you said, I can't come on the show without Holly. Holly's like the huge component in this. So Holly, You've been quiet. What do you, What do you do? What do you do with the group? Well, um, in the beginning, I always
2: helped out with the books, and it's, um, we had children. Then I kind of stepped back, because I also has a different career as a dental hygienist. And as we got the shop and things started to grow, I realized that I was needed in-shop to help start adding all the fun stuff, like policies and a little more structure, and um, I bring the little touches, too, to work. I bring where we play games and my focus too was customer service. A lot of the structure that I would gotten from the dental field completely parallels the mechanical fields and the trucks and repairs. So I was able to use that to help structure and of course the wife role of always encouraging or the man's word is nag (laughs) but just to help things keep moving forward and put the push on for us to keep growing and evolving and we worked really really well together.
0: That's fabulous. You know, I, I have another word for nag, motivational speaker. <laughs> ah, I'm writing, I'm writing that down as we... <laughs>
1: so Holly started with, uh, officially started with NTR, would you say, just over three years ago? Four. Growing I went down four. to, yeah,
2: I cut the dental down to three days, a little over four years ago, and then um, went on full-time three years ago.
1: So she's been there on the backside of it with her own career as a dental hygienist for 16 years. And so I, I wanted to keep her in that field as long as we could in case I totally screwed things up. I would have a sugar mama to fall back on. <laughs> and finally I figured, you know, after 20-something years, I think I got this and come on board. That's and, funny. And uh, it's been awesome. It's, she's been an integral part this last four years uh, of the growth as well. And, you know, when I look back and how much the company has changed going from mobile and working out of our trucks to a shop atmosphere and we have... Going on 20 employees now, wow. starting here in a couple of weeks, we're number 20. We're number 20, which is uh, the biggest we've been yet. Um, you know, I, I look back at that, and and I've got to thank everybody that's worked for us over the course of this last 23 years. Every one of them has it's been a part of of mine and Holly's growth of the company. You know, and and you know it would be great to have people stay on forever, and and, and it, it's just not you know reality, but. It, you know, without those people early on and the, and the people in between and the people we have now it's it wouldn't happen without their help
2: it's been a huge um, journey to watch how we've hired how that's evolved what we've learned to you know just horsing around in the beginning you know people that now would be an hr nightmare <laughs> and we're like wow they were shooting bb guns on the job you know and things that um but times evolve too.
1: What I can't hire my best friends. No,
2: huh? more.
0: no, no <laughs> more. No more. <laughs> uh, it always sounds like a good idea, though, doesn't it? It does. It's yeah. We
2: get
1: to be best friends and work together. <laughs> cool.
0: Yes,
2: yeah. It's been. We, I guess, our philosophy. The greatest thing about this is we've taken um, some consulting classes, communication classes, and we listen to audio and working on self improvement and growth, and. The biggest thing about this is we've learned a lot, not just working together, but as a couple, and gotten some tools to share with our employees to help them succeed. And sometimes it's not with us, and we will help them into their next career or job, even if it's not with us. And we've been able to help a lot of our employees just through communication better themselves. And it's just, when we think about just how grateful, it's quite amazing.
1: Yeah. The um, the consulting group we joined on was um, in 2010. Uh, at the time, they were called Management Management Success. Uh, now they're called Drive, and uh, they specialize in shop ownership. So they, they, they're a consulting company that specializes in our industry uh, for shop owners, automotive, big truck, and collision. And we've been on with them since 2010. We've done a, their workshops, their classes, their conventions, we have uh, consultants that we talked to, uh, we were part of their top 20 group and it was active for two, two and a half years and we, in in the process of all this we earned their equivalent of a master's um, about seven years into it and a lot of work there, a lot of work uh, put into it but a lot of growth. Um, it, it's, it's been an integral part of our growth also not only us pushing each other and motivating each other but educating ourselves in our business and in the business world and gaining knowledge and knowing that we don't know it all you don't know what you don't know and we learned a lot I went from thinking like a contractor and being a technician to becoming an owner and in between that you know you're you're I'm a service advisor I'm a manager and, and now I've got to think like an owner. I've got to think like an executive and be the executive. Now we have 20 people working under us. And I need to know what my job is. And I feel like we've come a long way. And we have executive duties now. And with, with that, um, we, we've got it to where it is now. And we'll keep plugging away, keep growing it. It's been about 15% or more a year is what our growth has been. So it's been a nice, nice, healthy incline.
0: Well, and that's the important thing about being a business owner. Uh, most people don't realize when they start a business, they go, yay, we're going to do a business, we're going to have friends together, we're going to do this, and they don't realize a business takes work and planning. You must have a strategy. You must educate yourself in all the aspects that come around your business, and that's what you did. And that's why you're seeing the growth you have, because that's what we do. Well, you were doing it before us, but that's what the Bender Carey Group does, is we help you make sure you have a plan in place and that you're looking to the future for your exit strategy so that you have a future. <laughs> because many, many companies, I mean, what was that? What 98% fail. 98% fail because they failed to plan. And that's why it's so important to figure out what you don't know. Like you said, you don't know what you don't know, so you have to keep searching to make sure you fill in all the little gaps in your company that you think is fine. And that's that continual learning, that continual growth. That's the secret to your success. You don't stop and, do well, we're just going to coast now. Uh, We'll be uh, flying at 37,500 feet. No, you don't. You (laughs) keep saying, okay, now what's next? You know, are the oxygen masks working? Uh, Do we need this? Do we need that? And that's what growth is all about. I'm really excited to have you here on the show because with mental shift, you know, reach your full business potential. This is what it's about. When business owners look at their strategy, look at their field of vision and do, what do I need to do to go to the next level? It's huge. Very excited for your growth.
2: When we came to that um, think tank meeting, it was Eddie was so excited to read about it. it was like minded to what he had been thinking about, and um, it hit so many points of where I felt we were hitting that. I kept calling it the growth ceiling. This, you know, we would get close, and then we could never seem to hire over seventeen to eighteen people, and it would kind of slow back down, and. and um, They talked about that in there, breaking that growth ceiling, and um, that's all I can say. I was like, okay, we're going to break the growth ceiling. And so the last couple weeks, we've hired three people, and there's a little bit of, I don't want to say freak out, but that moment of, you know, our bookkeeper's like, wow, guys. And we're like, hey, we just, all or none, we got to get in and make the commitment to do this. And and that's what was great about it, too, is just getting reinforcement, new knowledge, and um, we're going to just keep on doing it.
0: Well, and that's what's important also. John Maxwell is a guru of leadership, okay? He talks about the leadership lid. The people in your organization cannot grow past the head of the leader. So if the leader's leadership qualities or ability is capped at, let's say, on a scale of 0 to 10, is capped at 7, no one in the group can get past that 7 because the leader holds them all down. And that's why when you said that you, were, you go in and you're getting educated and you're trying and you're growing you've raised your leadership lids. That means the people that come in from under you can also be stronger leaders. Because what have you learned, you also share. So it just keeps raising the lid. And when the lid raises, the
1: potential is expansive. Absolutely right, and that's where we are learning and have learned to become executives at what we do. Our job now is to not only develop ourselves as owners and leaders and continue to educate ourselves but our our main focus and our main job now is to develop our people develop our employees and our staff and, and bring them up in and, and everything we, we are learning in our tools and share our tools with them and that's become a big portion of our job is developing our people in, in all aspects um, thus in turn we're developing the company and we're, we're building strategies with our managers and they're all included in creating battle plans and, and and meeting and we're all sharing in this vision now to where before it seemed like it was holly's and my vision for years and years mm-hmm. now it's our vision as a group and we we've never had the luxury to feel that until i would say uh, this last year or two um now you know prior to that it's not that they didn't share wanting to grow help the business grow in our vision but it's just, it's more uh, intense now. It's just more real. It's more its more tangible, you know, the, the people that we're getting in place now. Um, I'm finding myself as an owner letting go of the vine, they call it. <laughs> and letting go of that vine is, is me putting people in place that I can train to be or already are or have more experience in the field that I'm in. You know, they have equal or greater experience than I do. They're smarter than I am. And thus my business is going to be better as a result and it takes some humility to to do that but it's such an integral part in, in growing our business any business
0: that's exciting because um, <laughs> I, I was laughing about that when you said what you, about p- bringing in people who are smarter than you people yep. who know more than you about whatever and sharing and learning what did what did the, the christy bender Carey say at the think tank she has a story i'm going to ruin her story because i'm gonna say it right now she met Ross Perot on an accident in, in wait on an accident at some weird place and then at an elevator she stopped him and he told her a long time ago surround yourself with people who know more than you do learn what they do but never lose control yep. right yep and that's what you're doing you, you surround your people yourself with people who know more than you but the other thing is that shared learning experience raising the lid Uh, with us it's like if one of us goes to a training we come back and we train everybody else with what we learned we multiply it Mm -hmm. so that no one is singular we all multiply our learning it's kind of a cool thing to do that is great i like that yeah
1: yep that's the philosophy right there
0: now for those of you those of you who are listening like uh i don't do mobile transport repair why am i listening to this The reason I have them on the show is because it doesn't matter what business you're in. We all have the same base. We all have the same need. Like Holly said earlier, she was a dental hygienist. What she learned in her dental world was applicable to the mobile repair business. (laughs) Why? How? Well, because systems are systems. When a system is not working, nothing works. You find the bottleneck, you fix that, and you keep going. So listen to what they've been talking about on the show. And when we have more other, other people showing up and they talk about their businesses, see how your business fits into what they do. Because the lessons they've learned over 23 years is something that you can also learn from. And that is what mental shift is all about. Businesses learning from other businesses so that we don't struggle through the pain doing I'm all by myself and hitting yourself in the head. Entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs. When we build businesses, it doesn't matter what it is. We all go through the same kinds of troubles, same struggles, and we all need someone to lean on. You two happen to have each other, lucky you. But that's what people need. We need teams to keep us going. Work smarter, not harder. Surround yourself with people.
1: You brought up systems and and that's the other aspect of what we do now is, and what our jobs entail is putting the systems in place in our business that are lacking, Mm -hmm. create the processes and, and put those processes in a system for each area of the business. So there's a process for this area and there's a process for this area and that becomes your system. That's your system, and then you have a book for this area, and I have a book for the parts department, and I have a book for the technicians, and I have a book for the service advisors, and I have a book for the manager, and we're working on the uh, admin one now. And when we have those, that becomes our system. Mm-hmm. That is our system. And in, in those books, you have your job descriptions, your checklists, uh, your, your processes and procedures for what that department is, and anything that's pertaining to it. So that, that's a bit of an undertaking, but you just tackle it one at a time,
0: yep.
1: one document at a time. Before you know it, you'll have a book for that area. And then you move on to the, your next area and create a checklist for your, A checklist for yourself as the executive. What does each area need? Because each area is going to need the same thing, really. It's going to need the checklist for that area. It's going to need the job description. Your expectations, that's a big one. you got to have you. your expectations there. They can't read our minds. What I know? Can you can you believe that? You would think they could. <laughs> and so they they need to know our expectations.
2: That's um, yeah, absolutely, our expectations. And we have a every, a biweekly meeting, and I'm always the one to bring out the I call the awkward communication because we're really big on communicating. Just as they can't read our minds, we can't read theirs. <laughs> and so I'm always bringing up stuff. And um, sometimes you know one person was getting moved, but the other. The brother that he shared a room with didn't, and I'm like, so when are you moving? And the brother didn't know, and there was that awkward silence. I'm like, and this is why we need communication, because it gets really awkward. <laughs> and, um, you know, it worked out good. They were actually able to talk about it then. But I, I'm good at bringing up the, the, I would say, the, you know, the white elephant, things that have to be discussed, and it's important to get the communication. One of the other things we really focus on, too, is customer service and that comes just our human nature but also from the dental field that was my big thing is caring for our customers and we even give them little goodie appreciation bags to take with them and that's a huge hit that I carried over uh, and we also take care of our employees because we've both been employees at different times and you know we're still technically employees to our customers and we want them to know we're real we work with where corporate you know kind of cuts off you know, if they need time off, flexibility, that's not who we are. We, you know, they communicate with us, we work with them. We feed them, keep food on stock, take care of them, and, um, you know, that's really been a huge, I guess, give back to them, but also creates a respect that they have for us. And the other thing is, you know, if we make mistakes, we own it, we grow from it, and we talk about it as a group creating solutions to
0: prevent it from happening again. Well, it's a buy-in factor is what you're doing. You're creating more of a family atmosphere for buy-in. If they care about each other, then they care about all of them together inside of the, the whole vessel, which is, you know, mobile transport repair. And that's kind of what we work with with, with companies for their, their HR, for their workforce. Because if the workforce isn't happy, then everything falls apart. So obviously you're doing something really well because your percentages are going up and you're growing people and people are staying. And that's the, that's another magic piece of the lot. that people don't realize is, yeah, you might have all your systems working, but if the people aren't happy inside the system, the oil's dried up. You need new oil. And that's not a fun that's it, a very expensive thing to have to replace all the oil inside of that system right oh, yeah. yeah absolutely I, I just talked mechanical did you hear that <laughs> i liked it. No,
1: it it's a great analogy it, it really is um you know holly talked about you know the, the stocked food in there um last year we remodeled the shop we had a full kitchen installed in the shop area but the break room back there so you know that having that full kitchen there and tables back there and everything where we can all share and eat, and we bring food in for the meetings, and they will bring food in and their own recipes, and they're sharing their recipes and meals now with us, and then we have the grill outside, and we'll throw food on the grill some days. But uh, it, in our vision statement, we do talk about family and how, how you know it's so, so necessary to uh, be a family because we spend so much of our time and our lives at our work yeah. and what we all do for a living that you know you want to make that time memorable you want to create that inner work life for ourselves as owners and for the people that work for us to where they're they have a healthy and happy inner work life and you have that you have a team
0: (laughs) i just had something run through my head that's kind of silly but i was thinking you know how you have to buy a really good bed because when you go home you want a really comfortable bed you look forward to that bed you want the same thing to happen at work. You want people to, gosh, I can't wait to go to work. I can't wait to see, you know, Holly or, you know, you want them to think that. You want us to think that because we spend most of our time in bed or at work. Two best places to be happy, right?
1: Yep, absolutely. Great point. Great I try. We
2: try to add a little fun in there too, and um, I'm the prankster. Although I've been instructed, I'm not allowed to use stink bombs anymore because I thought I'd go throw one of those out in the shop but then that was the excuse not to work on that job because it smelled too bad so it affected our efficiency yes it did <laughs> so I got yeah I got reprimanded for using the stink bomb so I'm always trying to create little odd in and
1: pranks and there's a lot of laughing going on yeah
0: that's fabulous
1: what a yeah you know, I don't want to give it away to new staff that that get hired on but there is um in our shop meeting when new staff comes on they, they get broken in a certain way do you want to tell them
0: about that whole no, <laughs> Do you want to break that out? Because people will hear this.
1: All right, we better not. We better not. It'll just it be
0: fun. Because yep. everyone who's at your company is still there after it. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs>
1: they survived. Yes, yeah, see there.
0: So it'll be fun, but something's going to
2: happen. The best response from an employee was "real mature, real mature,"
0: <laughs> and that answer is "welcome to the game." Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, so we try to add as much fun in there because it's it's hard work, and you it, know. it is
1: it's it is hard work working on these big trucks and semi trucks and trailers and and even the smaller stuff. It, it's not easy work, and things don't go right. You know that's why they're there that day. because their truck broke down. Whether they're local or going across the nation, you know it, it it's. Uh, that person's not having a good day. Well, very stressful. There. Yeah. And and you know so we're we're trying to get the work out the door as quick and as efficient as possible for them. Um, so it's it just it, it's tough work. So it's nice to to have the camaraderie that everybody has there, um, the laughing. Uh, they can listen to music out in the shop, and and it's it, it's just a great atmosphere, you know. And, and not every every day is going to be like that, but. We we all know we're human and we strive to all have you know the best best day we can while we're there.
0: Absolutely, that's fabulous. You all are fabulous. <laughs> 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 well, I I can't. Remember. I wanted to go to the next next question, but I don't know if I want to ask it quite yet. Uh, I want to know more about your business because as the mobile transport repair. I see semi trucks running down the street, okay, I see that. You've got people who break down in the middle of wherever, and you go out there and you can save them on the side of the road. What happens to the stuff they're carrying? I mean, I'm serious, this is just a, I have no idea.
1: The, the stuff they're carrying um, usually gets towed if it's a tow-in right along with it. Um, generally, if we can fix it on the side of the road, you know, the, their load is, is safe and if it's a refrigerated item um, the trailers has a separate diesel engine that keeps that trailer cold it's like a refrigerated uh, uh, trailer they call them reefer trailers refrigeration trailers and and so they have a separate engine that that runs them and and sometimes those need fixed but if the truck is broken down the trailer is still fine it's still doing its job keeping that produce or meat or what, if it's, you know, food, keeping it cold into temperature or, you know, if it's any other product, um, it's it's fine, it's safe there. And well,
0: I'm just curious, does the company, not your company, but the company of whoever broke down, do they send another truck out, hook it up and
1: keep going that, sometimes? That's, that's a good question. Uh, sometimes they do. Okay. Um, they, they can get a turnaround. Um, other times they might have enough leeway in their schedule to where, you know, if it's down for an extra day, you know. they they work it in on their end. And they have a, hu- a huge thing of logistics that their managers are on their side of the company and in the trucking industry it is a whole nother, you know, huge, huge industry, you know, in our country is the, the sheer logistics of moving product across this country and all over the country. It's, it's, a, it's a huge life source for, for our nation, you know, the keeping these trucks going.
0: Well, when I first saw Mobile Transport Repair, I'm such a sci-fi geek kind of person. I'm thinking, you know, uh, they always have like the the hero and he's climbing on the truck and he's fixing it while it's still driving because they can't. Yeah, that's what I have in my brain. (laughs) But I know that's not what you're doing, but that's what I had in my brain. They've got to keep it going. I mean, how can they stop these things? I mean, they have to keep them running because our whole nation needs those trucks running. That's a big deal.
1: That's a big job. It's awesome. You brought up the hero aspect. That's, you nailed it because you know, when I was wrenching and I was working on those trucks myself, you have that working with your hands and having the knowledge to, to fix that broken down unit. There's a, you know, a huge sense of gratification uh, when you're done with that and, and the driver is so happy and, and well, I get to get, get home to my family in time and there is that sense of, of being the hero. And so, you know, a lot of these technicians get into the industry and they're, they're going to have that same sense, you know, and it's a great feeling at the end of the, end of the day.
0: <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, I, I have a, I had a, my girlfriend from high school, her father ran a trucking company and I remember it was like the mail through Iowa or whatever he went across and, must never let those trucks stop. And when I met you, I'm like, trucks stop? Oh my, trucks stop. You fix yes. them. Yeah,
2: locally on our local fleets, our goal is to focus on preventative maintenance so they're not breaking down. And that's where we've really shifted over the years too, is not just fixing them when they're broken down, but when we can work on them locally is to do all the maintenance, keep them up to date, and um, prevent them from getting stopped at port or breaking down. And huge success with our fleet customers that are all about maintenance and understanding maintenance because that is frustrating when we get a driver in and they're trying to call the boss and, you know, am I going to be stuck in a hotel tonight? Which, on that note, we have installed a shower in our men's bathroom and towels and all the things they would need. Again, everything we can do to help the driver feel comfortable
0: and get to where they're going. That's fabulous. Well, for those of you who are still listening or just joined on, you're like, who in the world is Michelle talking to today? I am talking to Eddie and Holly Lawrence of MTR. Mobile Transport Repair, you can look them up at www.mobiletransportrepair.com and learn more about them because they are an up and coming, coming company, up and coming for 23 years, you know. Uh, <laughs> but they're growing fast and they're an example of a well-run company. Now, I, I'm about to shift gears because I know something personal about you all. Eddie's brain doesn't stop. Do you want to share all your new cool things that you keep having through your brain? Do
1: you want to share any of that? <laughs> sure. Music. Um, <He's> like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Holly and I've been doing this for the NTR theme for 23 years, and you know, I, we, we want to continue and will continue doing it. But there there's some other games that I've been working on, uh, other themes that I want to you know do in addition uh, to MTR. You know, I look at MTR. You know our logo. You've got a big semi truck and you got a trailer in the back. Well, you know that trailer is that trailer's hauling all of our other ideas and our dreams, and I've got them all packed in the back. So, of that so don't trailer. give us your secret dreams. But what's the future? What's what's coming yeah. up? Well, you know we we've, we've got um, you know ideas for uh, some commercial real estate uh, that we'd like to get into. I, I own my shop property. Um, and that'll be that'll be part of it. Um, I, I have since, uh, over the last four years, since let's say 2015, uh, developed a uh, kind of a life tool I would call it um, for myself initially, um, called the uh, Life Calibration Method, and it's a it's a way to quickly look at your life when you've got a graphic sitting in front of you and you can just analyze and look at the different aspects of your life and it it's not so much of a balance to me a tightrope walk falling left or right off a rope it's many more aspects that have to be in calibration like um cylinders in a truck they all have to be calibrated to to run and to be in time so i created this as a tool for myself i went through a bad uh health scare in 2015 september of 2015 and um you know came out of that with a whole different perspective not that my perspective was bad prior to that but really kinda takes it home when when uh, you, you have a bad health scare like I did and um, and with that I started developing uh, this tool to, to help out and I used it for about a year and a half and it helped me, it helped me t- take better care of myself for one because it, in this graphic you have three circles and you have your family and friends In this circle you have your personal all aspects of who you are in this circle and in the third circle you have your work life and there's branches and spokes off of each one of those and so i look back and obviously as a business owner i was spending all my life down here in this work circle and i was neglecting me Mm -hmm. i was neglecting my health my sleep my nutrition and i was just neglecting my overall health and uh, in realizing that you know i it's not a selfish thing for me to take better care of myself because what good am I to anybody else? Exactly. If I'm not good to myself.
0: You must fill your pitcher in order to fill anybody else's cup. That's a huge thing in my book. <laughs> same health, I mean, not the same health care, but same time period, wake you up and do uh, time to shift things I, I yeah. need to take care of me so I can take care of everything else yeah it's a scary way to learn. Now I know though this life calibration method you apply it at work you you, you give it to your employees right
1: yeah so we'll uh, a few times a year we'll, we'll bring it out and introduce it to the employees uh, you know some are new and the ones that are that have been there already look forward to it uh, It gives us a chance you know not to talk about anything about the business today we're going to talk about you. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about each and every one of you, and you're going to think, and you're going to look into yourself and your life, and what areas of your life you're neglecting, what areas in these different circles and these different dynamics of your life are, are you not putting your attention on. Now, can we spend equal time with these all these areas? No, but you can spend equal attention and intention mm-hmm. on these areas, and so we're, we're going to actually uh, uh, be printing some new workbooks here soon because every time it comes out i've made improvements of I've course modified and you should it. and you should yep so this next round uh they haven't seen yet it's a uh, the new and improved version of it and it's more in a workbook form and i'm looking forward to presenting it to the group i've been i've waited a couple extra weeks and i was going to because the the new hires um we've got three really five if you count the service advisors mm-hmm. um so this will be brand new to them but even the existing ones they they benefit from it each time too and they fill out um, these uh, different little simple worksheets, just acknowledging what areas they probably already know that they're really not spending time with and putting their attention on.
0: Well, and that's what's important. Remember, we said it earlier you don't know what you don't know, but you also don't realize what you're lacking until you look at your life. You have to look because you're like, oh, I'm still living, everything's fine. And then, you know, a limb falls off or, you know, something stops working. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, maybe I should check on that now, and that's why it's really cool that you brought this life calibration method. That one you've developed for yourself, really,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but expanded it to other people. And that's why I wanted you to talk about that, because how many businesses do you, can you even think of, for those of you listening, what whose business have you ever seen that says, you know what, I'm going to do some some work life, you know, adjustments in my life, and hey, I'm just going to learn this and I'm going to share it with my entire staff. So that they can also realize that they can't just focus their whole world into one of these three circles and neglect all the rest of them. That is a huge, it shows a lot of character is what it does. Because you care that much. It's pretty cool. Good job, Holly.
2: You found a good guy. I know. (laughs) He's
0: definitely a very caring person. Yeah. Well, and that's why I wanted you on the show when you said that I'm like, and you're gonna come on my show, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, is there anything you wanna share that we haven't covered? I mean, something else that you wanna share? I feel over the last couple of
2: years too, and a lot all ties into the realization of how, you know, great life is and to have the second chance at it. We've also been doing a lot more give backs from, you know, M T R to the community, um, doing turkey donations to a ton of turkeys to the care and share and there's a bike drive at Christmas, Bill Telemase, I believe. We participate in that and volunteer in and Bob, that. Bob, Bob, Te- Bob, Bob Telemase. Yeah, thank you yeah. Bob Telemasi. And um, recently Eddie's part of also Napa, Napa Business Development Group and um, they gave away a car to someone deserving to help change their life and as they call it the uplift so what's great is we're able to partner with other people to do things for the community, in bigger levels than we ever have, and that feeling is something you just can't duplicate, and that's grown us as people too, and yeah, that feeling we want to just keep capturing and you know instilling in our children.
1: What? I'm glad I'm glad Holly brought that up. Um, it, it's the Pikes Peak Napa Auto Care. Business Development Group, Pikes Peak Napa Auto Care, Business Development Group, and uh, yeah, the the Uplift program is by far just a phenomenal program. It's just two years old. Um, this year, this last August, this last month, we gave the second car away. Um, we go through hundreds of candidates, and uh, we get a lot of backing from Fox 21 and um, and and a couple other sponsors, and it's it's just so rewarding and, and it's something that Holly couldn't, we can't do right now by ourselves as, as just a, a family shop, but we join with 12 other shops mm-hmm. in, in the city and they're all shop owners and they're, you know, we're all small shops and we all join together and with the owner of the local Napa stores and we, we all pitch in and we actually have a, a, a group meeting tonight. I'm actually the president of the group this year, <laughs> which is awesome. So last, last year I was the vice president and this year I'm the president of the group. And we have a meeting tonight to talk about the next, the next uh, charities coming up, so.
0: Well, and this is something that's really important with businesses because I know so many businesses, I've interviewed so many where they do, I just want to be able to give back to the community but I'm not making enough right now and so I can't do this and I can't, 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 and the answer is improve your business, make it run better, be more efficient, get your systems in place, right? then you can be more philanthropic. Mm -hmm. By being the best version of you and your company and improving what you do and what you already love to do, you can give more, right? And so, yeah, and then a lot of people hold themselves back to, well, I really, in order to do this, I have to give up this. Well, that's what your your whole system, your life calibration method's about. You don't have to sacrifice one for the other. It's, and I don't believe in balancing either. It's more of like a juggling. You've always got a couple of balls hanging out in the air and one in your hand at one point. But it's, don't sacrifice one for the other and realize that making money is not a bad thing. That's the other thing, a lot of people have a cap on how much money they allow themselves to make. Some unconscious thing, but it stops. But to realize that if you make money, you can be more philanthropic and help all these other organizations that you really, really want to help. So be the best version. Grow your business. Do what you need to. Find the teams that can surround you. Find people that are smarter than you that do better things than you so that they can help your business grow.
1: Absolutely. That's yeah. Well, said. On. well, well said, said. Well said.
0: <laughs> well said. I was like, ah, I'm on my yep. soapbox.
1: <laughs> yep. No, it,
2: that's no, you exactly. can.
1: You can grow it yourself, and you can you can do it on your own. You just don't put those stops. You know, they're 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 not. You know, we as people and business owners sometimes will put these obstacles in, in front of us that don't exist. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you got to get past that fear and that doubt, and just believe in what you can do and plan. And think about it, and write about it every night and every morning, and, and just focus on 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 that vision and that intent. Um, with uh, with the group, I, I joined the group. I want to say right right about after my experience, so going on four years, and um, you know now four years later, um, I am going to do a uh, car uh, on my own for the shop that we're going to we're going to help a former employee out who. Um, she was. She had cancer um, when we hired her. We knew. We knew she did. She was honest with us. But she was such a, is such a great individual, um,
2: positive personality, high tone,
1: just just top notch uh, personality and just fabulous, fabulous person. Um, but she cannot work for us any longer because of the degree of it. Yeah. And so that you know, being in the opportunity of the business growth, um, this will be uh, my first time to be able to. Say, hey, you know what? Not with this group or this group or this group, but here, Holly and I are gonna it's personal. We're gonna go look at this car actually after this show. I'm going to look at a car that I found for her.
2: That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's a good feeling. And it's not out of um a sense of owing or it's because we want to. because you can and we can. yeah, and it'll make a difference for her life and let her get to her doctor appointments. And it's just again, Good feeling and giving back, but sharing, too, and it just, you know, everything we do, do comes back, and it's, especially when it's done
0: just because.
1: Yeah. Yeah, from your heart. Mm-hmm. Very, very grateful to be in the position we are now, and um, uh, to be able to, you know, do things like this, um, you know, I, I give gratitude for it every day.
0: As you should, as we all should, give gratitude for every day that we have, um that we get the chance to step out of bed,
1: honestly. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Tomorrow is never promised.
0: Correct. Well, you know a little bit about my story, because I do the same thing. It's like, I don't say, thank God it's Friday. I I thank God I'm alive. (laughs) Just get up, keep going. And you said something about, you know, write down what you're grateful for and and, and journal. You mean, write things down. Uh, I journal and actually ended up writing two books out of my journals. But I did it because I needed to get, that junk out of my head, those doubts, those things that, you know, you think you're not good enough or that's not worthy for of you or your your business can't go there. You have to get that out of you so that you can analyze it from another perspective and do, you know what, that's not right. No, okay, maybe I'll work on that. Oh, I can do, I can get education for that. And you can work through who you are and what you really are versus what that inner critic in your head tells you you are in, in times of doubt. And that's why it's important to eat right, take care of yourself, sleep, and balance a little bit more of your life around instead of just hardcore working all the time and never breathing. Because one day, you're going to look back and say, I have no more days. And then what do you have? So if you're working hard, good. But work for the right reasons. And know that, you know, there is still a life. (laughs) You should probably be lifting.
1: <laughs> Very much so.
2: You bring a great point that just popped in my head too. One of the things when I changed um, my career and left dental hygiene is working with Eddie is um, you know it's a lot more work focusing on growing a business and developing it. And but I have the flexibility now when my girls have a function at school and they're in second and fifth grade that I can volunteer for those things and volunteer for field trips. And before, it was not as easy when I have a full schedule of patients. And those were the things that were important to me. And, again, the, the many things to be grateful for is now we can do these things with our children. And it just, in a lot of it's a choice. And what's great, too, when you were talking about, um, you know, putting the stops up, we catch each other and encourage. When he's like, well, I can't, I'm like, Cantor won't and he's like ah and it's like and he brought me a problem and Asked my thought on it and I said well thats not aren't you reading that book law of attraction? That doesn't sound like that came from that book because it was and he was like, oh, yeah You're right. I got to rethink how I think this and it's just encouraging each other and you know To think beyond that can't you know, what can we do? What do we need to do? How do we plan to do this and where we reach out for help and when we came to that think tank he was just the biggest you know like yeah, a kid in a castle. Yeah, he to say he was smiling yeah. to ear. <laughs> yes. He's like this is what I was talking about getting great people from all these areas to help you grow and um, that's where we've thought really been thinking outside of the box the last couple of years and um, it improves our us as people as you know our marriage, our business, everything, everything, everything grows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you you work on yourself all else will follow. Correct. That's that's what I'm living now.
0: Yay! <laughs> now my first book was called uh, Eat, Drink and Be Merry. It was a life a living a life of intention basically is what that book's about. And then the other one was called It's Not Luck Overcoming You. It's overcoming those voices in your head that say you're not good enough. And by chapter 4 everybody seems to be doing what they want to do. So I wrote 12 chapters. I don't think I should have done that. Anyways, but you you just got to do what you got to do and get out of your own way. We are our worst enemies. And I love the, the whole intention and the drawing things toward you. Mm-hmm. And I also, my friend says, uh, I call him the no-try guy. Because when you say, oh, I'm trying. You can't even <laughs> say the word try around him because he just looks at you. <laughs> it's like, I am or I am not. Okay, I am. I am going to blah, blah, blah. He says, take the I and G's out too. I am doing. And, oh, oh. and so there's no try and no ing's and you will do it.
1: It's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. I like it.
0: <laughs> okay. What else do you want to talk about? Because I think you too, uh, your business is just a huge example to everybody else out there. I mean, this is a one man show who became a man woman show to a 23-person show, uh, 23 person show. Oh, 23 years with 20 employees show. You are living the dream that everyone else out there are looking, f- trying to build their business. Oh, not trying, building. Oh, who have built their business. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that, good. Awesome, there, but, there's okay. an
1: art to that. Yeah, that's but do sorry. you see how that works? Yes.
0: But that's, you are a beacon of light. It can be done. Even through a health scare, it, you can still keep going. Just because something happens bad, find the light, adjust your sails, and keep sailing. If you have a dream, you have a dream. And it's beyond you. And as the Bender Carey Group, we talk about having an exit strategy. Your exit strategy is to have to be philanthropic and take care of your family. If you dis one of you disappeared, both of you disappeared, things would still run. You have that because you have systems in place. When you said systems in place, I do. This company is going to keep going with or without them. That's what we all want to be able to do: leave a legacy that doesn't stop. It's pretty cool. You got a plan. Thank you. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. You.
0: Well, I interrupted you. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, you didn't interrupt. Um, no, that's that. That's you know that that's our story. You know, from from a guy in a truck to to where we're at now and. And then there's the whole life side of it outside of work. You know, just you know, remember to take good care of yourself. You know, I love the analogy of when you're on a trip and and you're you're getting ready to take off on the airline, and the flight attendant is instructing you to take the oxygen the oxygen mask first.
0: In the in, event of yeah, yeah, in the
1: event of of an emergency. And I always like that analogy because. You have to, because you're no good if you're unconscious and the cabin just lost air pressure and there's no oxygen and that you have to get that mask first before you can help the people next to you. So take that oxygen mask, take a deep breath, help yourself, get yourself right, and then everything else will follow. But you got to do that. It's not a selfish thing to take care of yourself. I'm not telling you to become a selfish person, but just take care of yourself and you know another thing i found in this life calibration method is one of the things under the personal side aside from health and nutrition and sleep is uh, your interests you've got to pursue those interests again that you may not be doing anymore that you don't give time for anymore because that's therapy what those things you love to do that are outside of work and and outside of, of your daily duties is the things you love to do in life do those yeah it does you you experience missing blocks of time because you love doing what that thing you lose two hours you lose three hours and and you come out of that two or three hours of doing something you love it could you know if you're if you can do it all day do it all day but say actually
0: you don't really lose it you gain the best two hours
1: (laughs) yes yes yeah but that time going by you weren't watching the clock you weren't you know I looked at the clock and it was one o'clock. Wow, it's five o'clock,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's time for dinner, you know, or, or whatever it is. It's just, it's those times that, that yeah, it's food for the soul. It's definitely mm-hmm. therapy.
0: And so often that's the first thing that goes. We're so busy living that we forget that living is what we do. Is what we really do. Yeah. yeah. You got to remember to live. So find the thing that you don't mind when you lose time, because it's the time that. Makes you feel like you've been on vacation for a week. It's been two hours.
1: You don't have to go anywhere. You just have to do that thing you love to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, granted, go on vacation and have fun.
0: Yes, I, I do, do. that. Yeah, we do encourage that. Yeah,
1: but when you you can't or you cannot, you know, have that time to do that all the time, make the time to do it. Make the time to spend on the things you love to do.
0: Yeah, time's short. you never promise tomorrow. And I, I even encourage people, you know, even if you need to go visualize it, go sit in your car for 15 minutes, put on some music that makes you think you're wherever you are. So if you're on a beach, mountaintop, I don't know, skiing, I don't care. Put water, I don't care what sound you need. And many, have a mini dream that you're there. That is enough for your brain to do, to key in with the with the chemicals to say, you know what? I'm there. Your brain does not realize if it's there or not. So if you can visualize, let's say with me, feet in the sand with water rushing up on my feet. If I can do that for 10 minutes, and I do actually, <laughs> my brain says, oh, I feel good. And when you come out of that 10, 15 minutes later, your brain thinks you went on vacation. And you will be at a higher level, You're, you'll be calmer, everything about it ha- changes. It's amazing how your brain works.
1: Yeah. That- That's very meditative, what what you're describing. Mm It's like a form of meditation. Yes, it's a quick one. Yeah, but it works. That's (laughs) a great one. I'm going to,
2: yeah, definitely do that today. I I think feet in the beach. (laughs) It's going to...
1: Feel the sand between your toes. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I found
0: an app that I, I use that plays, like, different sounds. And so I found one with an ocean sound. And I'll sit quietly in my office or in the car and just have that playing. And I'll just feel my feet digging into the sand. I, I, it works for me. Yes, my That's meditation.
1: Awesome. I love it. Love it.
0: So, everyone out there listening, as Eddie just said and Holly is saying, visualize, do the little meditations, but find what you love and actually go out and do it. Life's too short. And remember, if you have a business, you might want to make your big book of everything because having a plan and knowing it and having a checklist is very, very helpful for everyone around you. And if you are the, if you're the head honcho boss, you definitely want everybody to have one of those checklists because if anyone calls in sick and you are one deep in that position, someone's gotta do it. (laughs) They're both nodding at me. (laughs) Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Holly and Eddie. Oh, Lawrence. Holly and Eddie Lawrence. (laughs) And they are from MTR, so Mobile Transport Repair. If you want to learn more about them and you'll watch their company, or if you need them, need some help, go to www.mobiltransportrepair.com. They've been in business for 23 years, and they've been growing nice and steady. And Eddie developed something called Life Calibration Method. I would write him and ask him more about that because everybody needs to know about that. And what else? Even if you're not in the mobile transport business, Holly brought dental hygienist Double hygienist? Is that even a word? <laughs> dental work. Ah, help me here. It's Methodologies a, yeah. from the dental world. Then. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> Into a mechanical world. And it works. So listen, watch, and see what you can learn from your past experience and apply it to what you do now. Because I can assure you, a business is a business. System is systems. Checklists are checklist. Be the best version of you. Give back to the world. And... Uh, Become more philanthropic. Go be successful and do what you really want to do. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for joining me, both of you. And for next time, join us on Mental Shift. Reach your full business potential because these two most definitely have. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been Mental Shift with Michelle Moross. Join us with the next episode.